We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You guys give us so much on this show. So much interaction. So much help in promoting this show to your friends. We appreciate that so much. And, of course, we love giving back to you. The P1 listeners, the offsiders here on this show. So coming up at 540, you're going to get a chance to win a $100 Smith & James gift card. And coming up right after the top five at five in this segment, you're going to get a chance to win two tickets to the Ingles Asheville Classic. And that's not just one game. It's not two games. It's not three games. It's four College basketball games, Clemson, UAB, Maryland, and Davidson in this tournament. You're going to win two tickets to the Friday session. That's Friday, November 10th, and two tickets to the Sunday, November 12th session. That gets you tickets to all four games as a part of this four-team tournament. Two tickets to the semifinals, two tickets to the third-place game, and two tickets to the championship game coming up November 10th and 12th in Asheville. And you're going to have a chance to win those tickets right after the top five at five. Fantastic to be here with you guys today. Thank you so much for making us part of your day each and every day. Could not do it without you. We give you all the credit in the world for making this show what it's become. You know, Diesel, in 2019 and 2020, uh, whenever people would get upset, they would say, no one listens to that show. No one listens to your show. It's amazing how the show has become so well-known now to the point where I don't hear that a single time anymore. No one ever says to me anymore, who, who are you, who are you again, or nobody listens to that show. They still get angry. They still get upset, but nobody says that anymore, and that is a direct thank you to you guys, all right, for uh, what you guys have helped to build this show into. We love you and appreciate you so, so much for that. So, who wants to win some prizes this hour? We've got Lawton Swan on Clemson's plight. Oh, boy. That's going to be interesting. Uh, Who bears the most responsibility for where Clemson is right now? We'll ask Lawton Swan that in the next segment at 5.40 p.m. today. You're going to have a chance to win a $100 gift card to Smith & James Fine Men's Clothing. All you got to do is call in and answer correctly some Clemson and South Carolina trivia. Plus, at the end of the top five at five, Diesel just mentioned it. Get yourself some awesome basketball tickets. So what do you say we do that jam? We call it the top five at five. The top five biggest sports stories of the day. The top five topics we're discussing. Ladies and gentlemen of the Upstate Offsiders, the top five at five starts right now. And now, the top five at five. And five, four, three, two, one. 
Bima the schema. Five. <laughs> oh, how do you expect me to speak seriously after that, Diesel? How do you expect me to do it? All right, at number five. You know, if you are a Deshaun Watson fan, you've had to really take it on the chin a little bit the last uh, year and a half, right? Uh, and, you know, it's it's been interesting. When I've asked, do Clemson fans still claim Deshaun Watson, there was a fiery response to that question, okay? Well, it's becoming harder and harder to defend him. He's got an entirely guaranteed contract, and he's now letting everyone know he doesn't know he can play. Well, despite the fact, I'm going to step away, and I'm going to let Brady Quinn from Fox Sports share the rest with you. He's actually the one that's basically reporting on his health to, to the media. Everyone else with the medical opinion just clears him pretty much. I mean, it's like, well, it, it, it's kind of similar to this. You get a kid who get gets a trust fund, right? $230 million. Then he's like, hey, you want to go out and get a job? He's like, not really. No. 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 I've got $230 million coming. I, I'm good. That's what it kind of feels like. Yeah, that's what it does feel like. Uh, and it's it's weird. You know, you got guaranteed money. What do you care, Deshaun Watson, if you suffer permanent damage to your shoulder? Okay? You're set for life. That's what matters these days, right? Money. It's the only thing that matters, or maybe it isn't. One of my favorite quotes of all time is Jim Carrey. comes from Jim Carrey, and he said, I wish for a day people could have all the money in the world so they'd immediately realize it's not the answer. As an aside, Diesel, I see our buddy John Edward Kruger is back on the uh, his uh, his resignation from the show lasted all of about 24 minutes, uh, and he says Mark hasn't even addressed Dabo's mental health comments all week. Diesel, did I address those last week? Dabo's mental health comments. Yes, she did. Yes, I did, John Edward Kruger. Yes, I did. I'm so sorry that you missed that. So sorry. Next up, four. All right, at number four on the show. Boy, Chris Olave, Diesel, this has got to be a drop. I mean, we're 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 getting the dropsies right now. We're going crazy with audio drops for the show. Chris Olave was pulled over by a police officer, and was this a um, was this an alcohol related pulling over? Uh, no, I believe he was pulled over for um, like public endangerment, which means I assume he was speeding. This is my assumption. Again, I'm not yeah. reporting this as fact. This is my assumption. Uh, he was swerving all over the road. He was driving too fast. Not entirely sure, but uh, it did not say in the in the article that I found that it was believed that he was under the influence. Right, but uh, he was was under the influence of being a dumbass, and you're going to hear that right here. Listen to the exchange between Ohio State receiver Chris Olave, now of the New Orleans Saints, and a New Orleans police officer. So, I need you to stand right over here by my car. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I play for the Saints, man. And? Do you have anything on you? I play for the Saints, man. And? That is the all-time best response for somebody saying, do you know who I am? You know, Diesel, do you think that came from an arrogant place, or do you think that came from a place of desperation like, this is my last chance to get out of this? We had a wide receiver at App State's FCS days. We had a wide receiver who, on paper, had all of the skill set to be the best wide receiver App State had ever had. 
wow. that point. His name was Sean Price. But he wasn't right in the head. This guy went out, got himself arrested at a bar, and reportedly told the uh, intake officer at the Boone County Jail, Oh, no. I'm going to need some different shoes. I'm an athlete. Oh, they tried to give him the standard shoes that they give everybody else oh. who gets booked. And he says, I can't wear these shoes. You need to give me different ones. I'm an athlete. You were an athlete, sir. Yep. You're now mine. Your ass is mine. I mean, he was that guy that you don't get as an FCS school. Yeah. He was like six foot seven, you know, 190 pounds, 200 pounds, just that perfect wide receiver. You don't get him at an FCS school. And that's the way he, uh, he behaved. Man, that is absolutely wild, and all I'm going to tell you is uh, Chris Olave deserves whatever he's got coming to him. Next up. Three. At number three today, how about Mark Ryan's tiered college football playoff contenders, national championship contenders? I got four teams I think can legitimately win it this year. In order, Michigan. Georgia, Oregon, and Washington in order. On the second level, I need to see something slightly different from what I've seen for something for something magical to happen. I'm going to go Florida State. I'm going to go Oklahoma. I'm going to go Texas, and I'm going to go Alabama. And on the third tier, I've got so well coached, but not enough talent. Oregon State... Ole Miss, and Utah. My tiered college football national championship system. Beware of the very well-coached team, guys. And Oregon State's one, Ole Miss is one, and Utah is another. I just, I, I don't know. I think they are bereft of the talent required to get it all done. But the question is, what say you about that? Next up. Two. Victor Wembanyama. Had his debut last night. And you know what I'll say about this, folks? When was the last time you can remember a blockbuster truly living up to its building? To its billing. Okay, very recently. Maverick, Top Gun. Whoops, that was a really good one, but that was the exception. How about before that? Remember Waterworld? The movie took cost uh, over way back when. Dry land is not a myth. 200 million to make, 100 million to make, and it was awful, terrible, brutal. When was the last time a blockbuster lived up to the hype? Well, Victor Wembanyama is doing that. Played 23 minutes and 19 seconds last night. Had 15 points, five rebounds, a block. The ability he's showing is not what we're used to seeing. And we we were told is somewhat medically impossible for someone that's seven foot four. People that height, that size, right, are generally not as coordinated. They're a little bit more klutzy, right? They're slow and plodding. Victor Wamanyama is none of that, and all in a good way. Guys, I'm telling you, you may hate the NBA, but if you want to see one of the few aliens playing sports, tune in to see my main man, Victor. He is something else. And the Hornets were that close to getting him. I truly believe that Victor Wamanyama would have pulled a large percentage not a not more than 50%, but it would have pulled a large percentage of South Carolina basketball fans back to the NBA, back to the Hornets, if he was a Hornet. Diesel, I true I heard you say I this is where I thought you were going with this. 
I truly believe Victor Wembanyama would have pulled. Uh, I'm not playing here. <laughs> if Charlotte would have gotten the first pick, just may have happened. Just we've seen it before. Steve Francis with the Vancouver Grizzlies, Bo Jackson with the Tampa Bay Bucks, Eli Manning with the San Diego Chargers, and Elway. it was it was Eli Manning with the San Diego Chargers, and it was John Elway with the Baltimore Colts. I think at the time. And finally, one. Good call. At number one today on the show. Folks, this is saucy. This is sexy. And this is juicy. Uh, and we're going to be make sure we're careful about how we address this and how we discuss it. But here we go. A Gators Reddit page on social media tweeted out the following. I'm surprised volunteer Twitter isn't running with this more. The week following the alleged scouting that Michigan had of Tennessee, the South Carolina defense wore wristbands for the first time all year. Would not be the first time that Shane Beamer has gotten into trouble for accepting and using stolen information. Well, wait, wait, wait. Then he has a video of South Carolina wearing wristbands against Tennessee. Well, as you know, South Carolina beat Tennessee last year as a 23-point underdog. Beat them like a rented mule. They did. So what's the scoop here? What's the lay of the land? The report is that Michigan scouted illegally Tennessee last year when they played Kentucky. Okay? There is a secondary report that Michigan may have given signals to teams that played college football playoff contenders. Oh, well, isn't that special? Isn't that convenient? Who did that? Who played college football playoff contenders late in the year last year? Oh, what a coincidence. South Carolina played two of them. There was a Tennessee volunteer message board poster that knew of the Michigan cheater, Connor Stallions, on the message board. And he talked about it. And he said, man, this guy's filming our signals. Uh, he is one of my little brother's friends. And Connor Stallions is not allowed to ever talk to Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, directly about what he's doing okay and then we have this the the wakey leaks that they're called of shane beamer from 2016 then as a georgia assistant coach fined $25,000 for something he did as a virginia tech assistant accepting leaked game plan information two years ago folks what is the greatest predictor of future behavior it's past behavior. So, Mark Ryan, what are you saying here? Are you saying South Carolina cheating? Cheated? I'm saying I don't know. I'm saying I've been skeptical for quite some time. I am not the person who broke this story. Okay? Uh, this story did not come from me. But the following circumstantial evidence is what we possess. Okay? Is what we possess. Here we go. Number one. It's alleged Michigan had scouts on hand to watch Tennessee versus Kentucky last year. Number two, Tennessee's opponents was South Carolina, wore play call wristbands for the first time. The Gamecocks pulled an upset of Tennessee as a 23-point underdog, right? Coaches have known illegal sign-stealing was a rule and enacted in 1994. This is circumstantial evidence at this point, but it sure as hell ain't nothing. It sure as hell ain't nothing, folks. There is something here, and I wonder, 
Where there's smoke, there's fire. Is that the case here with Shane Beamer? Madcraft makes a good point here. He says, once you cheat, you will always be accused of cheating. See Tom Brady on page 12. That's it. So, my friends, if Shane Beamer is guilty of this, guilty of accepting the signs from Michigan, all right? Diesel says it should be grounds for immediate termination. With cause. With cause. Do you agree? If Beamer was involved in this, should he be terminated with cause, effective immediately? If he is guilty, I would say absolutely freaking lootly. All right? Knows are today's top five at five. Now it's your chance to chime in. What you can do at 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-F-A-N-F-O-N-E. That's 844-326-3663. The madworldattractions.com text line is there for you at 71307. Just start your text with the word fan and away you go. You can get to us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on YouTube at the Fan Upstate on each one. It's uh, please, please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and subscribe to us on YouTube. And finally, email. You guys can all email the show. Mark Ryan, that is M-A-R-C Ryan at thefanupstate.com. All the different ways you can get in touch with us here on the most interactive sports radio show anywhere. Uh, Texter says, I would make Beamer finish this abysmal season and then I would fire him. Uh, Kyle D, I believe, might be our leader here. He says, give me Duke plus four and a half over Louisville. Uh, Texter says, it does me no good to be both wrong and sad. Better to just pick against Carolina at this point so I can be right or happy. Scotty Mack coming in with his pick. He says, give me UNLV and seven and a half over Fresno State. Uh, Let's see here. Texter says, I'll take the Gamecocks. That's my pick. So says Nashty. Uh, Texter says, Mark, this goes both ways. Texter says, I think the most logical reason why the Gamecocks were wearing, uh, let's see, the no, the wristbands is because Coach Beamer replaced Satterfield and relieved him of his duties after the previous game. Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't then. It wasn't then. Uh, Satterfield wasn't replaced until the season was over. Yes, Diesel. Uh Should we do the giveaway right now? Let's do it. Let's do the giveaway right now. Looking for caller number four at 844-326-3663. That's 844-FAN-PHONE, phone spelled with an F. You could score two tickets to the Asheville Ingles Classic, Ingles Asheville Classic, excuse me, featuring Clemson, UAB, Maryland, and Davidson. It's a two-day tournament. You would win two tickets to both full-day sessions. That's the preliminary matchups on Friday, November 10th, and the third place and finals on Sunday, November 12th. Win two tickets to both sessions, all four games. Caller number four right now going to score two tickets. All right, let's get to Rick real quick, uh, who joins us on the Carolina Panthers. Hey, Rick, you heard me ask uh, Panthers culture, are the Panthers going to win a game this year? What did he say? I didn't hear it. He said they're going to win multiple games. Then I asked him. Then I <laughs> asked him if he. Funny. Then I asked him if he feels like um, the uh, the Bryce Young trade is going to pay dividends, and he said he's in, he's not objective, and so he can't answer it because he's not objective. He's a fan. Okay, I'm riding right now, and there's a one-eyed Chinaman out on the street, and I'm passing him. 
He's probably 90 years old. I believe he would make a better quarterback, okay? Maybe I can sign him because they're not going to win a game. Every time I hear this guy, he's he's full of, uh, you know, good things. There's what is good about the Panthers. I mean, give me one good thing about them. Well, there's nothing good right now, Rick. Uh, it's great to hear from you, buddy, but I'm sorry. We got we to keep it moving and uh, got to keep yeah. it rolling. Thank you very, very much for, uh, for the uh, call, as always. All right, coming up next, we talk Clemson Tigers. Uh, and who's responsible for where Clemson is today? There's only one answer for that, right? There should be one answer. So how come no one else can admit that one answer? That's next here on Offsides. We are the Fan Up State. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, it's Offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel, we are the fan upstate. You won't believe how many Clemson fans have uh, reached out to me to let me know, Mark, there is no way that NC State beating us should be considered an upset. Somebody today said to me that it can't be an upset if neither team is in the top 25. Uh, told that Clemson is a 10-point favorite over NC State. Clemson fans are saying that's the easiest bet of the week. So where are we in terms of accountability for where Clemson is right now and this year? Who better to tackle this than the host and owner and operator of ClemsonSportsTalk.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Clemson Sports. Lawton Swan joins us right now. Um, Lawton, we had a very, very interesting conversation with Josh Pate yesterday. And Josh Pate told us in no uncertain terms that studying that he did in the offseason reveals that the teams who benefit from bye weeks are those who are well-coached. Since he does not put Clemson in that category, he picked Miami to beat Clemson, and he was right. If I ask you, Lawton, who ultimately is responsible for the current plight of the Clemson Tigers football team, it's got to be Dabo Sweeney, right? Well, I don't think they're as far off. I, I kind of mean more with Dabo Sweeney on the boat in terms of, you know, a couple of overtime losses. Obviously, the offense hasn't looked good. There's, there's no doubt about that i mean you'd be foolish not to deny that you know things just don't seem you know quite right when it comes down to this team offensively um but i I chalk it up to be honest i I think it's having a young quarterback and i just you know the final play in overtime where you see k klubnik pull that ball we know the reactions to that or, or how it happened 
you know, he just kind of went on his own, went a little bit rogue, if you will, uh, went off script. I tend to think, I, I said on my show, Mark, I thought it was more muscle memory, but I put it on that. I think what Clemson hit on with Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence should not be ignored because you really don't see that type of success for young quarterbacks in the world of college football. And while it has been a little bit more normal in the recent era to see maybe sophomores and, and you know, redshirt sophomores sort of rise to the top, to do it without errors is incredibly difficult. And I think that's what you're seeing, some growing pains that will help down the line a guy like Kay Clubney to be a very good quarterback. I really don't think Clemson's that far off, but I know how disappointing fans are because uh, it's like anything, man. Um, it, you know, when – when somebody tried to teach you about you know, relative temperatures, uh, if you live in the South, you know what that's all about because when you come into the house in the summer, uh, it feels freezing cold, but it's 78 degrees or whatever. And when you come in in the winter and it's 78, you're roasting. So it's one of those things where uh, I think that Clemson's just – they kind of skewed the results, Mark, with how good they've been. And Tiger fans in another disappointing down year uh, are frustrated. But Tim Bray was on my show earlier today, and he pointed this out. He said, you know, as, as frustrating as it's been for so many people, you know, Clemson would have been in the college football playoff as the fourth seed a year ago if we were in the new system. So perhaps they're not as far off of the future of the college football playoff as people feel they are today. But, but, but Lawton, at the same token, you know, it's not like Georgia has had world-beating quarterbacks, yet they beat the world. Stetson Bennett, Carson Beck, et cetera. Um, yeah, you know, but what, what they do, Mark, they don't turn the ball over. Well, they, they, they recruit and they don't it. turn the ball over. But Clemson right. suddenly looks average, Lawton. They look average. Yeah. You know, who are the playmakers? Who are, where are they? How, how is the entire team bereft of elite playmakers? Well, two of the starting wideouts are currently out, obviously. It was good to see Antonio Williams get back out there, but then he injured his toe. Uh, and then they really believe in Cole Turner. Now, I'm still a little bit skeptical about Turner because we haven't really seen him that much. But, you know, that's the way they chalk it up. These guys have earned the opportunity. And when Dabo Sweeney's asked about, you know, other players, not necessarily offensive guys, but players who maybe fit the billing when you look at them, he said you got to go out there and earn it. So, obviously, to me, those guys have earned it, but they're out right now, and that's, certain, that's, that's not helping at all. I think seeing Brenning Sewell emerge, was a big deal. When you look back at Clemson's success from, you know, 2015, 2016, Jordan Leggett was a big part of the offense, Mark. I mean, you're talking about a guy that had, I think, 15 touchdowns in his final two seasons, racked up somewhere in the neighborhood of 1,600 yards. Well, it took Clemson seven seasons to get 1,600 yards from the tight end position, and they didn't even have 15 touchdowns during those seven years to the tight end. So seeing Brenningstool this past weekend, the past two years, the tight ends have become a better piece of the puzzle. But I look back and watched some film of the TCU teams a year ago just to see, right, like because there's a lot of speculation. Well, Dabo Sweeney's meddling in the offense. You hear all the conversations about that. I watched the TCU game uh, against uh, Oklahoma, and a lot of that offense looked like what I see from Clemson. What I don't see, though, uh, from Clemson that I did see from TCU is a very good offensive line. That offensive line has struggled. I think that sort of exacerbated the issues with a young quarterback, and it's also made it difficult on the running game, which you see Clemson doesn't have the confidence to you know, be able to just rush the ball for a yard at the goal line. So I think all of that, Mark, is you know, a part of the problem, certainly. But I really don't believe that Clemson's just this, in this major rebuild in 2023. 
one senior, one senior on the offense right now, and, and that's the center. So, you know, Lawton, there are some common refrains that I, I'm sure you've heard and you've read. You know, people say uh, Clemson doesn't have the NIL money to go out and get guys. Another one is Clemson just refuses to use the transfer portal. You and I both know that neither of those statements is exactly true. In, in NIL right. money, Clemson is averaging, what's the number you gave me, Mark? $44,000 a year per player. Now, not every player is getting forty-four grand. It's just the average. Uh, and, and Clemson has pursued players in the transfer portal. It seems as if they haven't been super successful with getting the elite replacement players through the portal. Do you believe that Dabo will be more aggressive with the portal this year if even just to prove himself right by going after a player and saying, see, it didn't work out. That's why I don't go this way. Or, you know, is, is Dabo going to stay the course and do his thing? Yeah, I think, I think you, you have to be you know, more engaged by the portal because you're starting to see teams that have been able to, to put together rosters that have had success this year in doing so. Um, I I think the real question that comes across for everybody in some respects with this stuff is, you know, what are the reasons somebody's in the portal? And and some people say it's because, well, that guy couldn't play, right? You hear that a lot. Well, that guy couldn't play, so that's why he was in the portal. But the reality is some dudes get to school and they end up that the team they're surrounded by isn't very good. They want to go somewhere where they can win. And I think that needs to be, you know, Clemson's approach to it. It's not necessarily, okay, you're going to go out and, and bring in another guy and over-recruit the position like I mentioned a week ago, like Clemson's avoided uh, the, the JUCO aspect of it. But I think if there are players out there that you just feel like that are on your roster, uh, that you need a little help, you got to go out and get those pieces. I, I don't see how you can't be willing to at least do it. And Clemson's done it, and you're right, Diesel. They have done it, but they haven't done it to the degree that other schools have. I don't think they will. But I think the case study over the past couple of years, especially this season, has really kind of proven out that if you go out and do it and you bring in a guy like Keon Coleman, you see him at Florida State, you go, man, you think Clemson couldn't use a Keon Coleman right now? Of course they could. Um, And I I think the Tigers see that, and I think they acknowledge it. They just got to figure out how to make it work best for them. Lawton, if my boss asks me to do something and I don't do that thing, there's a word for that. It's called insubordination. And there are consequences for not doing what your boss asks you to do. Um, Look, I am not asking for Cade Klubnik to be lambasted. You mentioned the (laughs) word instinctively he did something else. But I do hope internally there were consequences for him going rogue on the final play. I mean, there's got to be consequences for that, right? The word is insubordination. Yeah, I I mean, you know, when I – during the games, I don't know if you follow along with my account, but it's a lot of gifts, a lot of fun. I think the final – and that's when things are good or bad. Like, I just try to enjoy the game. <laughs> um, and so, the, I think my final tweet was something about that can't be the call that was just made or something. You know, and I'm, I'm with you. I, I, My son asked me about it. You know, he's 14, so he's diving into the games. And he said, Dad, what, you know, what do you think happened? I said, I have no idea. It was a terrible play call. And then to find out that – Cade just pulled the ball. I told my son, I said, man, they ought to sit him for the first drive. They ought to, he ought not start. I, I would put Hunter Helms in for the first drive at NC State. That would be me, but it doesn't sound like they're going to do that because Dabo Sweeney's been asked about it, and he said that Cade Clubnick gives him the best chance to win. 
and, and that's all well and good. So hopefully they they did you know discuss it internally. I don't think Cade, you know, some kind of rogue guy that's just going to do that kind of thing. I thought it was muscle memory, and I think if you go back and watch the play, you see the way uh, the the defensive end crashes down, and the, you see the safety. I think it is coming over the top to protect that edge. I think Cade thought he was going to pull it down and make a big play and get into the end zone, and it didn't work out. And I, I, I hate it for him because that's the play everybody remembers. Um, but, yeah, I would have a consequence for him for sure. And for me, if I was the coach, I would not let him start that first drive because, honest to goodness, I don't think it's overly significant, you know, one drive. And, and I think it teaches the lesson that, hey, you got to do what you're told to do. Uh, but I just think he made a, a, a real mistake in that moment. And, and you hate it for him because I do think he's a good kid and wants to do the right thing and wants to win. But, man, in that moment, needing five inches, whew, that was a, a tough seven, eight-yard loss to watch happen. Lawton, let's, uh, let's take the off-the-air conversation on the air. Uh, last week, we posted a podcast that said one of the Clemson or South Carolina fan bases will check out after this weekend now ultimately <laughs> both teams lost you've been very open on this show with us and we love that I love being taken behind the scenes so uh how has that been have you perceived that Clemson fans uh, a portion of them at least have checked out after the loss to Miami I, I don't know that the terminology would be checked out but I, I think they've kind of turned from um feeling like Clemson is going to find a way to win to they're going to find a way to lose. And that's a tough place to be for so many years. I mean, now 16 nothing in the college football playoff against Ohio State, and I think a lot of Clemson fans are thinking, okay, just make one play and we're right back in it. And they did, and the fans felt that way, and then the energy, and then they come back and they end up winning that ball game. Now, man, they are, as I've said on my show quite a bit, they are snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. And it is mind-blowing because five times they've been – at the one-yard line this season and did not produce points. Not a point, not a field goal, nothing. And, and there you go. That goes back to the beginning of the conversation where I said, I don't think they're that far off. They've just had some very unfortunate situations. And it does, it all, that all comes down to who you are. I'm not going to excuse it because when they're, when they're scoring those touchdowns and people are saying, well, they're just in the ACC and yada, 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 I say, well, they get to the playoff, they win the championship against the big dogs like Alabama and Wallop Notre Dame along the way. That's who Clemson is. But this year, right now, it's a team that, unfortunately, guys, they're like Yosemite Sam, man. They cannot get out of their own way. They keep shooting themselves in the foot. Lawton Swan, Clemson Sports Talk. Follow him on Twitter at Clemson Sports is where you can get to him. Always enjoy the conversation, Lawton. Appreciate you handling the tough ones. Thanks so hey, much. Guys. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, man. Take care. All right, take care. Lawton Swan. All right, guys, how about this? Do you want to win $100 to the nicest, to the best men's clothing store you've ever seen? A $100 gift card. All right, well, when we come back from the break, is your chance. All right, Smith and James, a $100 gift card is on the line. Here's the requirement, okay? You call us up. We'll ask you some trivia questions on Clemson or South Carolina. If you get one right, the first person that gets a trivia question correct wins that $100 gift card. Call in right now, 844-326-3663. The early bird gets the worm next. Right here on Offsides, we are the Fan Up State.
It's offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the fan upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Okay, guys, it is your turn to call us up. 844-326-3663. Who wants to win a $100 gift card to Smith & James Fine Men's Clothing? In my opinion, the single best prize we have ever had on the show. We have it every single week. All you got to do is call us up and uh, get one question right on Clemson or South Carolina trivia. It could never be easier. Uh, 844-326-3663 is the number to get to us on the show. Uh, He has been waiting, and he has been waiting patiently, and none other than Tyler from Easley leads us off. Tyler from Easley, how are you, sir? How are you? What's good? Doing great, man. Just heading home from work. Fantastic, fantastic. Okay, I have got a question for you. Are you feeling lucky today, Tyler? I am. Let's All see what right. Happens. Let's. Well, okay. Here's what we got for you. I value the fact that you went first. Okay. Uh, I really value that fact. Okay. So here we go. Um, when was the last time that Clemson did not make a bowl game? And I will give you, okay, a um, a plus or minus of three years. Okay, a plus or minus of three years. When's the last time they didn't make a bowl game? So, in other words, you can be three years wrong on either side and win. Uh, is that in the 2003 or 2004 season, right? Yeah, I need an official guess. <clears throat> 2003. I know there's like 24 and 6. 2000. 2004, 2004. And the truth shall set you free, Tyler. $100 to Smith & James Fine Man's Clothing. Smith & James making everybody in the upstate look like a millionaire. Tyler, congratulations. How does it feel? That's great. Love the store. and Definitely uh, will put it to good use. Hey, man, uh, have you ever won anything on the radio before? I won uh, a couple Christmases ago on your show. I won uh, like a 12-pack sampler of uh, local soda. It was pretty good. There you go. Tyler, this is like I, I, I want to I let you know, Tyler. The Diesel, let's bring Tyler into the conversation we had in the commercial break. Tyler, we were, okay, this is the best prize we've ever had on the show, okay? But we do have a lot of great prizes. And Diesel and I sit here and marvel at this. Okay, marvel at what happens because we have these Asheville basketball tickets to give away. And because people don't need to do anything, the second we announce it, the all every all eight phone lines light up all eight. Okay, (laughs) people don't need to do anything, but because they have to do something to win this great prize. Tyler, we're sitting there during the commercial break. You're the only caller on the line. Okay, now it doesn't make us feel great. But then what happens is all these people, they, they drum up the guts, right? And so we had four or five people on the line waiting to get on next. If you failed, Tyler, but I'm so happy you didn't because you had the guts to call in right away, whereas everyone else, you know, uh, well, do, I, do I have the guts to call in today? I'd, I'd like the prize, but I don't. Tyler, you had the balls to do it, man. Congratulations. We're, we're proud of you, buddy. Hey, no, I appreciate it. It's awesome. And uh, before I go, 
I just wanted to quickly just give my thoughts on that previous conversation. Um, I sent the text. You know, I, I, I agreed with a lot of what he had to say on, on Clemson's, you know, trajectory where they're at. But in my opinion, to chalk Cade's last play mistake off as, you know, muscle memory, nope. I think is, is, is a pretty poor excuse. Um, you know, at this level, regardless of him being a young guy, you can't roll left as a right-handed QB with no receiver out there to target. I mean, he had a tight end regardless if he, was, if he was in double coverage or not, just get the ball in the air and give him a shot. Um, you know, I think it boils down to, to, to poor coaching, you know, the, the, the QB decision-making there in the, in the big spot. And then I don't want to say low football IQ or instincts, but in that big spot, I just feel like regardless if he, if he was a young guy or not, um, it was just it was hard to watch. Um, he plays, he plays like Kramer walking through the door on Seinfeld. And I, I, Tyler, I don't, you ever watch Seinfeld, Tyler? You ever see that? He just barges through the door and it's like, dude, you don't need to play quarterback that way. You know, you don't need to be so spastic. You don't need to be so hyper. You know, you don't need to make such bad decisions. There's a little bit of chill that's involved in being a great quarterback. And I'm not so sure, uh, he, he has that. At this point, nor do I agree, Tyler, with Lawton saying Clemson is close. I haven't seen that of you. You know, if if they were close, they beat Miami by 20. I mean, that's that's what being close to being what Clemson was is. You know, losing to Miami means you're not close. Okay, almost losing to to Wake Forest means you're nowhere close, brother. They are they are miles away right now, and that's that's tough to hear for Clemson fans. And I know you're one of them, Tyler, but you're going to be looking great in your new Clemson gear from Smith and James. Tyler, stay on the line, uh, and uh, Diesel's going to let you know how to get your prize, okay? Thank you so very, very, very much. Uh, So, guys, by the way, I'm not shaming all of you who called in, okay? Thank you all of you who did call in because the phone lines absolutely lit up when when the segment began again. Uh, But Tyler was ready when we mentioned it for the first time. Okay, he was ready. And I'm not looking to make these con- these questions super difficult, so I got to have 20 of them. Okay? If you call in first, you got a good shot to win. A really, really good shot to win. We've got the 6 o'clock hour coming your way next right here on the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offside, Smart Ryan and Diesel, and we are the fan upstate. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.